Welcome to Menu Feed, a bi-weekly podcast from Winsight Media's two food service brands, Restaurant Business and Food Service Director. I'm Pat Kopey, Senior Editor covering menu food and drink for both brands. My guest today is Pyle Sharma, owner and managing partner of Bar Bar, a modern Indian gastro bar in New York City. The menu revolves around small plates and shareables, and post-pandemic guests are embracing the experience. Barbar also has an extensive list of inventive cocktails infused with Indian flavors. These are popular with the dinner crowd and during the Bollywood-style brunch on weekends, when the restaurant's outdoor patio and indoor seats are filled with celebratory guests. Listen as Pyle describes how the menu, design, and vibe of Barbar differentiated from most Indian restaurants and how she hopes to replicate the concept in other locales. Welcome, Pyle. I'm so glad that you were able to join me today. Nice to be here, Pat. Let's start by telling me a little bit about your culinary and career journey to get where you are now as the owner and managing partner of Bar Bar Indian Restaurant. And tell me what Bar Bar actually means. Okay, well, first of all, Bar Bar means again and again. So Bar Bar is not spelled B-A-R-B-A-R, it's spelled as B-A-A-R, B-A-A-R. And in Indian, it means again and again. So whole tagline is come to Bar Bar, Bar Bar. So come visit us again and again. Nice. Yeah. And so Um, what brought you to Bar Bar? How did you end up to be the managing partner and owner? Okay. So I have actually been in the restaurant business for over 30 years. Um, Our first restaurant that we started with my husband was in 1997 in Long Island, which was um, a traditional Indian restaurant called Sitar. And then um, after that, we uh, purchased um, a property called the Main Made Inn, which was part of the Underground Railroad. And the slaves lived in the basement and all that, which was like an old, um, you know, like a house, like a haunted house, it was almost. And we owned that for about three years. And then we um, moved on to the city, did a mega restaurant called Prana, which was on Madison Avenue and 28th Street, which was known, it was so huge. It was almost over 16,000 square footage of space. And, uh, you know, it was very, very popular with the youngsters. And at nighttime, there were like nightly parties and things like that. It became more of an event space than parties. So we did that for about 10 years. And after that, We collaborated with the chef, we met the chef and we felt that there was a need for Indian food in America, whereas you go to UK or you go to India, obviously the Indian food is another level, like very top notch and they're they're doing so many interesting things. And with with, over here, when I went to an Indian restaurant, I always felt that it was not uh, presented well or it was not explained well. You know, people always had a notion like, oh, Indian thing is like, Indian food is all curry and this yellow looking thing and everything is spicy and everything is this. People just don't know that India is such a vast country where you travel 20 kilometers and you're gonna have a whole new flavor profile. The spices may change, the flavors may change, um, just like as the dialects change. So, you know, nobody really knows the true cuisine of India. So we felt that there was a, there was a need and uh, met up with chef Sujan Sarkar, who is a very prominent top chef in India. Um, he was known as the best chef of 2016-17. He has won many accolades and lots of awards. And he 
knows how to convert Indian food into modern looking. Mm-hmm. So basically, his uh, he worked a lot in Europe and London. So his techniques um, that he learned in Europe, he sort of used it in Indian cuisine and he incorporated the flavors so well without really messing up the traditional flavors that that they need to be there. Mm-hmm. And he made the Indian food very appealing, very eye-pleasing, where a plate comes on a table, you really feel like eating. And it, I mean, you wouldn't think it's Indian food because he uses all the seasonal produce and you know, whatever is available in the season, he believes in working with this. So we felt that there's a whole market out there of younger generation. I have twin daughters, they're 27. And they always said to me that mom, there isn't a place that is Indian that we feel comfortable at. We don't want to go on for a formal dining experience like tablecloth and course dinner. And we don't want that. We want very casual, fun spot. And that's pretty much what we created with Barbar. Wow, it sounds really appealing and approachable. So, yes. so tell me a little bit about the menu that your chef created. Um, you know, how does it um, set apart from other Indian restaurants aside from the way you describe the presentation? Yeah, so the, the basically um, we know that people love to share things. So we have over 20 small plates on the menu where a table can come and order multiples, you know, tapa style and... Uh, you know, just keep on ordering. A lot of people tables just come and just order like all the appetizers and they don't even order dinner. For entrees, we have maybe like six or seven different entrees and then we have lots of sides. So we encourage, uh, you know, ordering like a bunch of small plates. For example, I'll, I'll name a dish. Sure. Uh, we have, uh, we have uh, a jackfruit cutlet that we do. Now jackfruit is not a very familiar vegetable or rather it's a fruit um, that people in America use. India being so vegetarian, they wanted to create something which is meaty enough and loaded with protein for vegetarians and jackfruit, hence jackfruit uh, came in. So we do this jackfruit cutlet with uh, a really uh, amazing sauce with some garnishes and it's, it's a delicious, like if you look at that dish, you're like, oh my God, what is this? Um, but you know, it's actually vegetarian and it's delicious. Mm-hmm. Another dish we do is people are so used to eating pizza over here. So we do our kulchas, which are our flatbread. And what we do is we have one stuffed with um, um, green peas and goat cheese on top with summer truffle. So mm-hmm. then he brought in the goat cheese and the truffle to incorporate the, uh, you know, the modern flavors. But then the bread remains a traditional bread as we were to eat in India. Uh, we have many different breads as you go along in India because a lot of things are a lot of sauces. So people like to dip it in and eat. Um, we have uh, another dish called lamb kima Hyderabadi. That's a take on shepherd's pie. It's a lamb ground with a layer of potato mousse on it. So he brought that from England and like his take on shepherd's pie, Indian style. So things like that. Right. Sounds amazing. So are people reluctant to share after the pandemic, you know, swept the country and people were quarantined and all that? Are they still into sharing small plates and other, you know, shareables? 
Yeah, I think, I mean, you always have those one or two who are kind of like picky about not sharing and sharing, but mm -hmm. predominantly mostly people come and share. Uh, I think the traditional way of eating in India is always, you know, everybody sits at a table and then you have like 10 different dishes. It's not like America where you have your meatloaf and you have your salad and you have this, you're like four things. With India, we have so many accompaniments, you know, I mean, a traditional meal will be like a yogurt and like two vegetables and a meat dish and uh, the bread and the rice and just mm -hmm. so, so many things. So people are used to that way of eating in India. So mm -hmm. I think um, over here, when our people come, our, our servers tell them that the best way to do is by sharing so you get to try everything. And you actually mentioned that they would divide it in the kitchen if somebody's really reluctant to share. Absolutely. Yes, yes. There are, like, you always have those one or two people who don't want to share, right? Like, don't put your finger in my hand or don't put your hand in my food or whatever, uh, something like that. So then they say, oh, can you, we want to order this, but if you want to share. So we will split it. Um, in equal plates and a lot of these things are very individual uh, when you come to Barbara like the kulcha we cut it into four so you can just grab one like a one piece like a pizza pie I mean pizza slice and um, we have these little puffs that we do daipuri is called it's like one puff you can just take it and there are like six in an order so everything a lot of things are like individual that you can easily pick right and let's talk a little bit about your mixologist and how he added some new cocktails to the list recently that have Indian flavors. Can you describe some of them? Yes, yes. We have many different cocktails that we recently just came up with like a new cocktail menu. Um, one of the ones we have is the mango mule, which is uh, green mango turned into a jam and infused in the vodka. And then we make a drink. So it's our take on uh, Moscow mule. Mm. But we, we call it the mango meal. Yeah. Um, and then we have a, a rum punch, which is like a little bit of a coastal flavor. Um, it's flavored with curry leaves. And curry leaves is a very prime ingredient in Indian cooking. When you do the tempering of mustard seeds, they always add the curry leaves. And it is so flavorful and so healthy for you as well. Mm -hmm. um, then we also do a margarita with musk, melon, and chili which has like, um, uh, you know, we have a bubble gun. So we do a whole bubble on that uh, uh, cocktail, which is like a citrus bubble. Mm -hmm. So basically when you serve it, you, they go to the table and they do the bubble. And then when the bubble bursts, like it just smokes. Wow, that sounds like uh, it's it's fun like you know that that's very funny like if one person orders that drink then the entire like area they're like oh i want that i want that so it's like almost like okay you know something table side which i think it's always works in a restaurant like if you do something table side you always have the next table like oh what are they eating i want to eat the same thing you know right exactly uh, and then we also have a chai infused negroni which is with a curry curry is like a puff pastry biscuit that we make that in India people eat it in the morning with their tea. So we flavored our Negroni tea spiced and then we serve it with that puff pastry biscuit. So technically they're supposed to have a sip of the drink and have a bite of the biscuit. Mm. So these are just some of the ones that we have and we have many more. Yeah. So the guests tend to pair the cocktails with their food or they order them you know, before the meal? They order them before and they continuously keep on ordering them. I mean, they always sometimes 
sometimes they ask for recommendation and we do recommend, uh, you know, some that go with some dishes, but mostly our cocktails are quite uh, individually standing on its own. I mean, the cocktail program is great and uh, we have, we, we go through so many cocktails on like a busy night, yeah. Right. Well, you mentioned a lot of unusual ingredients. I know that, you know, you've had Indian restaurants in the past, so you must work with suppliers who can get these for you, but are any of them difficult to get now? Um, no, because I think being in New York, we are so uh, cosmopolitan and all the, uh, there are so many vendors and I mean, we, are, we have access to tremendous ingredients, not some like some spices and all we have to probably get it from India, like they, the vendor gets it from India because mm -hmm. it's more authentic, but most of the ones we are able to find here, it's not a problem. So you're on a mission to kind of change Americans' perception of Indian food. I mean, New Yorkers are a little sophisticated, but a lot of people across the country are used to going to Indian buffets or, you know, thinking you mentioned that everything is really mm -hmm. spicy. Mm -hmm. So does the present, how does the presentation kind of, you know, encourage them to think differently about Indian food? I think uh, everybody uh, eats with their eyes, including me. I mean, taste comes later. It's, it's the first look, right? I mean, what attracts you to a restaurant? You walk in, the way the host staff treats you kind of makes the first impression for you. Then you walk and you sit at your table and your dish, uh, you know, when your meals come, your cocktails come, it's, it's how it looks. If it looks appealing, you definitely want to try it. And we, we kind of... Uh, made it look so appealing that we don't want to intimidate people with spices and additional oil like the traditional way of cooking Indian food is like oh my god this is it's red in color or it's like this brown in color and it's got like a layer of oil um you know on it I mean those days are gone like everybody is very very cautious and about their health and people are very careful about what they're eating people I think even the diners have become very sophisticated they know Mm -hmm. uh, so I think, uh, you know, when you uh, plate the dish in a modern way, so our chef uses a lot of Japanese influence, I like to say this, because he kind of, when he plates the food, he does it on like the center of the plate. He never, you won't see his food flying all over the place. Like there are some chefs that use the entire surface of the plate, where our chef is very like, he believes in like minimal presentation as in like center of the plate using beautiful edible flowers and fresh ingredients and finally julienne daikons and like so many things you know mm -hmm. um little sprouts and like all these little little things i think make a dish and uh, he uses beautiful colors which is so appealing Mm -hmm. And of course, when people eat it, they're like, oh, this is not like traditional Indian food at all, but you're not losing the flavor. You're still feeling like it's taste of India, but it's not like unhealthy or I'm not eating, you know, uh, oily food or I'm not eating loaded with chilies or, you know, I mean, I have, I had a couple come in yesterday and they looked at the menu and they're like, uh, oh, is everything spicy? And I'm like, no, it's flavorful, but not spicy. They're like, oh, I cannot handle any spice. I'm like, please come in. I guarantee you, you, and they loved it. They're like, oh my God, um, our friends cook so spicy. That's why we were scared to try it, but this was amazing. So mm -hmm. I, I get people like that. Right. Do you mm -hmm. offer brunch as well? Or is it? Yes. 
we do offer a Bollywood brunch. We always have live singers. And um, it, is, it is quite an affair because uh, New Yorkers love brunch. You know that. Brunching is such a big deal in New York, right? Um, and uh, young, yeah, young kids, like from, I would say, maybe like 24 to 35, that's pretty much the demographics for brunch on a Saturday because it's, it's just that kind of environment. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, very uh, you know lively and then Sunday it's a lot of families so the young kids who come on Saturday they have such a fabulous time that on Sunday they bring their parents and their cousins and so on and so forth so Sunday also we have a Bollywood brunch but it's a little bit more for families and all that and then Saturday we have a brunch which is extremely busy for these uh, young kids and you know mostly the people who go to brunch are a lot of young kids right so tell me a little bit about the decor and how you added outdoor patio seating during the pandemic. Yeah, it was quite an evolving process. Earlier on, um, when we got that space, we took over that space in front of the um, you know, patio, like the road where they parked the cars, we took that. And luckily for Barbara, we have a very long frontage, almost 70 feet plus. So we were able to add a lot of seats. We have close to 100 seats outside. So first we got umbrellas. They flew away. They were flying. Then I ended up returning all 20 umbrellas. (laughs) Then we built a tent. And then, okay, it's too hot. Then we had to insulate it. And then we had winter come in. Then we had to add like 20, 25 heaters. Now summer came in. Now we have added coolers and we are putting AC on the side patio. So this outdoor patio has ever been ever evolving, but I think it is a great look for New York City. If they have, I think they've extended it for another year. Como, Governor Como has extended for another year. But I have a feeling if it becomes permanent, it's a great addition to New York City because the whole New York looks like Europe. It looks beautiful. Right. No, I agree. I love it. Um, you yeah. really feel like you're walking in Italy or, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so how many seats are, do you have inside? Inside seated about 180. Um, and then the total capacity inside is 266 mm-hmm. and um, outside about 100. So, yeah, and we have a side patio also with about 30 seats, um, which also we built like a solid structure with wood and we have fans and now we are adding AC and like just mm-hmm. so on and so forth. Yeah, definitely evolving constantly. Yeah, yeah constantly. Yeah. So. Everybody's talking about the labor challenge right now, and there's more, you know, demand for higher wages, and there's a shortage of labor. So, how are you dealing with that at Bar Bar? Are you raising menu prices? Um, no, we don't. We haven't really raised menu prices much. I mean, if we are bringing in an expensive ingredient, and we feel like you know the cost of goods, actually, the cost of goods have become higher. Believe it or not, like after COVID, the groceries and all the supplies, they have become more expensive. Mm -hmm. So let's say if we are serving a lamb shank or, you know, we are lamb chops or our jumbo prawns, or if there's an item where you can raise a couple of bucks, we have done that. But hardly, I think we have one restaurant, we have not even made like a tremendous uh, increase in prices, nor we have added any kind of COVID surcharge on the bill where everyone was doing that during um, the 
pandemic and I, I, to me it just didn't make sense because if, if it's COVID like everything is everybody's facing it not just restaurant workers I mean even the diners are facing it so why are we charging the diners the COVID surcharge just by making those extra three to five bucks I don't think uh, you know, a restaurant can get richer or it can make through or whatever. So we kind of decided against it. Uh, we took that, you know, because we were told like, oh, you need to do this and all that. And we're like, no, yeah, I know when I go out, I don't like to see that. So I'm sure my diners don't like it either. Mm -hmm. So we didn't add it. But what we did is we did keep a 90 minute limit on the table. Mm -hmm. And I think what that does, it helps us turn the tables faster. And we tell people very, very politely that they have 90 minutes, but if they need more time, they can, if it's a larger group, and I do understand, they will need a, um, you know, more time and we'll give it to them. But at the same time, even when we need the table, we always welcome them uh, to the lounge and maybe buy them a round of drinks. Like, okay, you know, sorry, like we have to take your table away, but we don't want to kick you out. So come to the lounge. I'm going to buy you a round of drinks. That's how we handle this situation. Nice. Because I believe in retaining you know, customers, because if they have a good experience, they, they're definitely going to come back to you. And if they come back to you, you're going to stay in business longer. Like it's just, it's like a chain, you know, you do here, they give something in return and then you do again. It's, it's I think that's what it is, you know? Right. Let's talk a little bit about your plans for the fall. I, you mentioned that the chef really likes to change the menu seasonally and is into seasonal ingredients. So is there any plan to change the menu for the fall at this point? Yeah, we will probably change something end of September because we just recently... Uh, so our chef is like, he doesn't come in and say, okay, let's change the whole menu. He doesn't do that. Mm -hmm. He will, you know, he likes like every month he's like, he will see, okay, uh, maybe I want to add this. So he'll remove one dish, he'll add one dish. Then he'll, he, he continuously does this all throughout the year. He doesn't just take the whole menu and throws it out and okay, this is a new menu. Because we have certain staples which have to stay, like people come for that. So we cannot remove that. But he continuously keeps like, we just added, um, uh, you know, on our brunch menu, we added a dish called egg kajriwal and avocado kajriwal. So basically it's a take on avocado toast. It's like a chili sauce underneath, like a creamy chili sauce. Um, and in India, they do the egg kajriwal the same way, which is almost like an eggs uh, benedict or a poached egg or something of that sort on a toast, on a sourdough. And they do that sauce in the bottom. And it's like one of the most popular dishes in India. So he he brought that and he created avocado. He just added that on the menu uh, for brunch. Then what else? We added also the Malai mac and cheese, which is a take on mac and cheese with chicken, tea, like kebab in there, you mm -hmm. know? So a modern way of doing mac and cheese because mac and cheese is such a brunch food, right? Right. So, yeah, so we have done like things like that. That's what we keep doing. Are there any thoughts of expanding um, the concept or creating a fast casual version of Barbar? No, def definitely thoughts of expanding Barbar because Barbar is a brand which is uh, not just known um, in America. It's actually internationally known. We have, other day we had people from Israel and they're like, oh, our friends in Israel said we have to go to New York and visit Barbar. So they came. We have people in Dubai, people in Miami, people in India, people in London. So it's a, because the reason being the chef is super talented and he's very well known. Mm. This is a reason the brand is very well known. And, um, you know, it has it has taken off. So we, yes, we do want to create uh, 
uh, more barbers at, at currently and, you know, expand for sure. Right. And what are you most looking forward to both personally and professionally as we move into 2022? Um, just that uh, I have good uh, 10, 15 years left. So I want to work very hard and create lots of restaurants, you know, and, uh, you know, uh, keep working till the end because I love to work. I can't see my life without uh, no work. So personally, I'm very satisfied. You know, I have three beautiful kids, good wow. husband, good business. I love to go to work. Um, so I think I'm quite uh, satisfied and content, I want to say. But professionally, I definitely want to expand the brand and get it bigger and get it more known. And also make sure that the Indian food becomes a household cuisine, not just uh, specialty ethnic cuisine. You know, I want uh, I want uh, people to talk about Indian food like they talk about Thai food or Chinese food. I mean, Chinese food, I know I can't compete. Um, but Thai food, you know, for that matter, or, you know, like Italian Chinese are like two most common trends, that, uh, food that uh, people know in the entire world. But I, I want Indian food to reach that level and I will keep striving for that because I think it's just a amazing, amazing cuisine that people don't have knowledge about. So if people were a little open-minded, say, okay, you know what, I'm gonna go and try it. A lot of people are even scared to come in, not in New York, I'm talking about the Midwest and, other places people are very scared of indian food yeah. because they think it's all spicy because they are not even making that effort to come and try it to who i want to say that definitely come and try bar bar because nothing is abs anything is spicy nothing is spicy everything is flavorful everything is well made and beautiful as beautiful as you would find in a french restaurant the plating is like that or a japanese restaurant so i i want to urge people that you know give Indian food a chance and try it because if you don't try it, you're not going to know. So that is my goal. Actually, I want people to eat Indian food. <laughs> Thanks so much for sharing the latest about Barbar's innovative Indian menu and concept pile. Please join us for another episode of Menu Feed as we explore more food and drink trends. Like past episodes, this one is available to download on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts.